You are listening to the Torah Sparks Podcast, the podcast that finds and ignites sparks of spiritual light and meaning in anything and everything, bringing out lessons and values straight from the Holy Torah. I am your host, Ori Strum. Let's jump right in. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Torah Sparks Podcast. This week we got a double Parsha, Parsha's Tazria Mitzorah. Um, I wanted to share with you an idea on the parsha, and we're going to try to connect it to a fascinating parable that's brought in the third chapter of the Mesilas Hisharm, and I'd like to share with you a ha'ara, a recent um, idea that I had uh, related to that. So let's go. Um, in Parsha's Tazria, chapter 13, verse 4, the Torah tells us it's talking about Saras on a person, Adam Kiyeb Arbisaro. And then in Pasuk 4, it says, Vihiskir Hakoin es Hanega Shivas Yamim. And the Kohen basically closes off, wards off, puts the Nega in quarantine for seven, for seven days. I thought it was interesting. He puts the Nega in quarantine. The Nega is the Tsaras. I mean, Shouldn't the Pasuk say he puts the, the guy, the person, the failure of a man, the, the Lashon Har man, the haughty person, the Tsar's Ayan person? We put the person in quarantine. But that's not what the Torah says. The Torah uses the word, like, it like covers it. It talks about the actual blemish. It says we put the nega away. And obviously, the nega is on the person, right? The affliction is on the person that's going um, to be in, in quarantine and, and, and away from society outside the three camps. So it's very interesting usage. That's what I'm pointing out over here. It's a very interesting usage of words that the Torah is using. Why is it his scarecoiness a nega? That he puts away the nega, shouldn't it be the coin? Sorry, shouldn't it be the person that, that's going into quarantine? And so perhaps the Torah is trying to educate us uh, with a subtle yet fascinating insight. And that is, uh, first of all, you know the mistake of why someone gets tzaras. We all know Pasha, the basic reason is because someone spoke lashon hara. So you see, the Torah is not speaking lashon hara. The Torah is trying to speak in a very nuanced, very specific, and very um, I guess, par of type of, of way. And therefore, we don't talk about the person as an issue. Rather, we talk about the issue that the person has. It's the nega, he, he has. We don't label the person as a failure, as a sinner, but we talk about the fact, yeah, he, this guy has a blemish. We're going to put the blemish away. Now the person has a choice. Is he going to follow that blemish? Obviously, he's going to go and carry out this quarantine. But in the realm of Ashkafa, is the person now going to follow that nega? Is going to follow? He made mistakes, and now he created this, this blemish upon him. Right, and is he going to go follow that and and label himself as I'm this type of person? I'm, I'm a negative person. I'm 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 just a bad person. Or is he going to perhaps be able to differentiate himself and that nega and say I am not that. I I might have d- did this X Y and Z. I might have said um, A B C D. I might have done this and did that. But I am not defining myself 
by those things. I will move on. I will do teshuva. I will recome, you know, recome back to society anew. This is why um, our sages point out, the commentaries point out, the reason, the, the connection between Tazriya and Mitzorah, the, the beginning of Tazriya, the Torah talks about childbirth, a zachar, a nekeva, and then it talks about Mitzorah. So what's the connection? And one of the ideas being is reborn anew. And just like a child is born anew, because it's a child, so he's new to this world, and it's a fresh start, and, you know, let's go, it's a new start, it's a new, new beginning, we could learn new things, and we embrace the infancy and the, the reality of this person being a child. So, yeah, this person who went into quarantine, who made a mistake, he's now reborn, he's he's away, he's, he's like on the outside of society, kind of like... Um, you know, and and now he's now he can come back in, and he's reborn to society. Okay, now how is he going to come back and eat, live amongst um, amongst everybody else? But never should a person label himself by the mistakes that that he made. Yes, I made those those mistakes, and a person obviously has to hone up um, to those and be honest with himself. But you are not your mistakes. You are that. Internal that chilek alokamimaal that that neshama that aspect of alokus that 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 godly aspect that Hashem instilled within you v'neshama shenasata be tahorehi, and it's important to equate you know and to uh, associate ourselves more with that. And the more we associate ourselves more with that helikite that is the essence of who we are then the more we'll disassociate ourselves from that nega, from the negativity that that we often find ourselves doing or thinking or looking or speaking about. Um, somebody, I was recently in a car with somebody, and he he pointed, he, he's like to me, I mean, we were having just a friendly conversation, he's like, you're a heiligayit. I'm like, okay, thank you. And then I was thinking about it, I'm like, you know, it's it's kind of redundant. It belongs in the Department of Redundancy Department. I'm like, to say it again, we're we're, we're friends, so like we can have this conversation. Obviously, you know, okay, very nice to call someone a halig yid, but it's important to realize that if you are a yid, you are halig. To say a halig yid is is a little bit redundant. If you're a yid, you have a neshama, you are a holy person, and we have to associate ourselves being yidin as halikite, as holy. <sighs> we're all on a journey, right? And I want to share with you. You know, the Ramchal in Perak Shlishi, he's still talking about um, Zahiros and different aspects of it. And he gives the, I don't like to say the word famous, because if someone doesn't know about it, then then when someone says, oh, this is a famous, you know, parable, then they'll be like, why is that famous? I never heard of that. So there's maybe a not-so-famous parable. The Ramchal talks about it. It's the Gan HaMavucha, the garden maze. Um, and he talks about a garden maze that it was planted for amusement for tzchok, and it was it was it was more common amongst the nobility. In fact, I googled. Um, you know, the Ramchal lived in Italy, and Padua, I think that's how you pronounce it. And in in Italy, you could you could look up you know look up uh, garden maze Italy, and you'll see these beautiful. Garden mazes, basically like a kind of think of think corn maze, um, with like in the middle of it there's uh, an achsadra, that there's like some type of pedestal, some type of platform, 
And the Ramachal talks about it in the sense of Avodah Hashem, that, you know, when you are in the thick, you're in that maze, and there's there's paths this way and that way, and it's confusing, and you're not sure, should you get left, should you get right, should you get straight, should you turn backwards, you turn this turn, left turn, where should you go? But you're trying to get to the middle, you're, the middle. you're trying to get to the prize. He says, the tachlis is, the idea is to get to the pavilion in the middle. But, you know, how do you know how to get there? So the idea is to use somebody, find somebody in your life, whether it's a Rebbe, a teacher, a mentor, a parent, somebody in your life who's been through that process before, somebody who's already at that pavilion, somebody already has that bird's eye view and who can direct you and say, hey, turn left, hey, turn right, hey, go straight over there. Uh, by the way, I wouldn't recommend doing that. No, no, maybe work out like this. Maybe do it in this way or that way. And to have these mentors in your life, people who've been through the struggle, people who have experienced experience, knowledge, more so than you, Chachamein of Barosha. And you can look up to these people who are now looking down upon you, not down at you in a negative way, but down at you and they see you going through this and they could direct you through that maze. But I wanted to point out something. You know, and when I think of a corn maze, when I think of a maze in general, when I think of, you know, goals in life, a lot of things in general, I think you know, there's a start and the idea, the goal is to get to the end. You know, when you go through a maze, whether it's on the back of a cereal box, whether you're in a corn maze on a Cholomoy trip, because when else are you going, be honest, to a, to a corn maze, right? The point is to start and get to the end, to get to the other side. That's where the prize is on the other side. But guess what? That's not what the Ramchal says. We could be medayik in his words, perhaps. He says, the tachlis is to reach the achsadra achas, that's shebeem tzom. The pavilion, this achsadra, the prize that you're getting to, is actually in the middle. The prize in Yiddishkeit is not on the other side. The prize in Yiddishkeit is in the middle. It's on the journey. You see, my friends, what a vart. Because contrary to what the world thinks, a Yid realizes that the prize is not at the end. It's in the middle, in the journey, we realize that our journey is the destination and not the other way around. Yes, we believe in Olam Haba, and yes, we believe there will be schar, and we believe in all of that. But on this world that we live in, in our day-to-day lives, as we experience life firsthand, because that's the only true and real and honest way to experience life, is firsthand, not secondhand, living in a virtual reality that so many, you know, AI can be wonderful and phones are great and, you know, you could utilize a lot of technology, but we're we're not living in a virtual, we're living in a real world um, and we have to live it firsthand. And one of the lessons perhaps we can extract from this Ramchal's teaching with the fascinating uh, or parable of the Gana Mavucha is to realize that this achsadra, the prize is in the middle. The journey, it's in the journey, and our destination is in the journey. Um, so, connecting it back to Tazria, Mitzora, a person makes mistakes, he has Tsaras, but he has the ability to come back in to society, to be reborn anew. And it's this is constant life to every day to realize, okay, I'm reborn anew. Today's a new day. I'm in the middle of a journey. And this is my destination. My destination is the journey that I'm on. 
and I, there's going to be ups and downs. That's how you know, you know, that there's valley peaks and valleys. That's how you know on a scan for a heartbeat. That's how you know someone's alive when there's ups and downs. If it was straight, God forbid, somebody wouldn't be alive. But when there are those ups and downs, the peaks and valleys, that that's how you know someone someone is alive. So keep striving, keep growing, um, keep connecting, and don't associate yourself with that nega. You might have said this bad thing, done this bad thing. Don't associate yourself with those things. Associate yourself with the neshama shenasatabi. Realize you're a halig yid, and also realize that's redundant. Realize you're a yid, and memela you're halig, you're holy. And uh, keep keep going, keep going for that achsadra in the middle, and always stay on your journey. Have an amazing week, a good Shabbos, and Amir Tashem. We'll see you next time.